today. In the studio with us, the uh, executive director of the Flathead Food Bank, Chris Sidmore. Hey, yeah, good, good morning, morning, guys. Good morning. You're getting Chris. all settled into your new gig, man. You know, yeah, it uh, feels like I just started, and here we are, on to the new year. That's right. And, of course, our Flathead uh, County representative to the legislature, Courtney Sprunger, who may be going back in January. Yeah. Good morning. I haven't have to do the job and, and then uh, <laughs> get out there and campaign again, yeah. right? Yeah, but uh, what about the special session? Are you going to vote for it? <laughs> Yeah, there you <laughs> Put go. me right on the spot. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. You know what, John? I actually sent a no vote in, and I do have my reasons for that. I'm very serious mm-hmm. about property tax reform. Um, I'm a little concerned that the people that are calling the property tax um, special session are the ones that voted against a really reasonable solution that we had while we were there, and we had the four months to work out something solid, and then many of them voted to signy die and go home early. So I just, you know, <laughs> I want to make sure that if we're there and we're spending taxpayer dollars, we're not, it's not just a taxpayer-funded campaign stunt. Not only that, but uh, once you call a special session, uh, anything can come up. That's right. And the reality is the only people that can generally get legislation considered are those who call it. So while I might come forward and bring a solution that I think is reasonable, there's likely not time. So it can turn into quite a rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. That is the most succinct answer I've heard from, yeah, thank you. from anybody, so thank you for well, that. Well, you can count on me to be <laughs> direct, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, not why we're here today. Here, We're talking about, uh, about uh, feeding the flathead, and that is no yeah. easy task. No, it's, it's amazing. I was thinking about it uh, yesterday. You know, we had, gosh, about a couple hundred people come through the pantry alone, and you know, I'm shocked that we can even keep that much uh, food on the shelves, but got a great team, a lot of volunteers. And, you know, that's half the reason when, when you guys reached out, I thought, you know, I get the opportunity to speak, but let's bring a, a volunteer with us. And uh, Courtney talked a little bit about uh, being a house district representative, but it's been really great because we've had so many people in the community, you know, coming down and uh, I had Courtney throwing throwing turkeys and hams in cars on, uh, wow. on Christmas. If you and... get to know Chris, he'll put you to work. That's the good news. Or you'll be in better you'll be in better shape for all the hard labor that you'll be doing at the food bank. You know, I I love situations where you can uh, put in a small amount of time and make a big difference. And yeah. I think uh, volunteering at the food bank is certainly one of those. Yeah, I, I think that's just it. And, you know, that's one of our goals at the food bank is to be the most volunteer-friendly organization um, in the Valley. One thing that kind of shocked me is when I when I first started working there, I thought, okay, this will be a nonprofit that, you know, helps the community. But as I've worked there, you know, a handful of months now, I've realized we're really just a conduit where there's so many amazing people in the community and there's such a need in the community. And really the food bank is just kind of that central place or one of the central places where people can love on one another. Well, I've got to give credit to uh, uh, Governor Greg Gianforte and his 12 days of giving. Uh, yeah. The state agencies got together and they were, well, 4,500 pounds of food that they got for the, uh, for the state food bank, which yeah. uh, distributes food to you guys. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I, I tell you what, I, I, you know, to be honest, I can't really speak too much on politics, but that's exactly what I love. I know for me, for a guy that grew up here in the Valley, um, mm-hmm. to actually see you know, Gianforte, his, his foundation has donated money to us. We've received food. Um, we've had several, you know, house district representatives down at the food mm-hmm. bank. Um, and, and it should be that simple, right? You know, people, yeah. people down there giving where there's, there's a need. And uh, there just comes a point where politics means nothing. Yeah. 
And when it comes to feeding people here in the flat and taking care of people, uh, that's one of those times. You know, my predecessor, Frank Grant, Frank Garner, the mighty Frank Garner, always oh, used yes. to say, make sure whoever you're voting for isn't showing up for the first time just because there's an election. <laughs> and I always thought that was wise, you know, and it, he's certainly been a, a, a great mentor as far as somebody who's been out serving um, absolutely tirelessly in our community mm-hmm. and setting the example. So, yeah. yep, agreed. Yeah. So talk with us a little bit about your experience as a volunteer. So actually, I have uh, had the opportunity to participate, and you'll have to... Um, before Chris, there was Jamie. Uh, we had the opportunity to put together Feed the Need, which is mm-hmm. a benefit concert we've done now two years in a row. Uh, this last year, I think we raised approximately seventy thousand dollars that'll go wow. to help uh, serve our families in the area. There's a, you know, about a hundred percent increase in working families coming down to the food bank, and so there's a real need um, for mm-hmm. our families in the community. That was one way. But then practically, um, Chris invited me down the other day and I got to help box groceries and talk to people. And there were these three kids there that were just so cool. And one of them said, hey, you know, um, well, my birthday was yesterday, but, you know, we, we didn't have an oven, so we didn't make a cake. And he's like instantly grabs these kids and is like, let's go to the back and like really help them pick out something special. And that whole girl's hmm. week was made. And what a cool thing. Wow. Um, it's not just um, every person is treated there with respect and dignity. It's a really special. That was pretty cool, taking them back and say, what do you want? Yeah, you know, that, <laughs> that's the fun part for me. You know, we, we do all these budgets and spreadsheets, you know, and I'm always so blown away by people that just give altruistically from, you know, from their mm-hmm. heart, you know, that they can say, hey, here's 20 bucks, here's 100 yeah. bucks, here's 1,000 bucks. But to me, that's kind of the victory lap when you actually get to go out and meet those people. And um, it motivates me, you know, I was thinking about that girl that, that Courtney shared about, just the whole family. And I was just thinking, man, I, I hope she had a good birthday. And, you know, they're not always going to be in that situation. No. That's right. Well, and, you know, the other thing is, and you never, never know which ones of these kids you had. How many kids? There must have been 10 or 15 FFA students that were cycling through that are part of um, serving at the food bank as well. And I think for our young people, having the opportunity, obviously FFA is a organization that builds great value in our students have them out interfacing with the community in that way. The food bank is just creating all kinds of opportunities, I think, to develop stronger and better citizens from every end. You know, that's uh, that's an interesting point you're making about FFA. Their their mission in life is to create food, to raise food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they don't always see where it goes. Yeah. I'll tell you what, this is a, I, those kids could outwork me any day. <laughs> Real is very impressive. And, you know, sometimes um, I hear a lot of people saying the next generation is this or it's that. And I just want to say, especially to our young people, there are so many young people with a, a vision and a future and a work yeah. ethic. And I think we yeah. need to stand behind them. Yeah. Well, and that's just it, you know, and I'll throw that out there. Here's here's my uh, shameless plug. But if anybody wants to volunteer at the, the food bank, I mean, it's really as easy as giving us a call, you know, 406-752-3663, or you can go on our webpage. Um, our volunteers are just the absolute best. And, and one of them, Marcy um, Roberts, she, she had her uh, grandson in the other day. And it was mm-hmm. just beautiful, you know, her, yeah. her and her 12-year-old grandson, and they're, you know, working in the pantry and um, you know, I look at so many of our board members and, and you know, they give um, so much to the, the food bank through their time and efforts. And I'll ask them, guys, how, how did you get involved? And they've all got a story. You know, man, when I was 10, I went down and I threw, you know, handed out turkeys on Christmas or one time I visited the mm-hmm. food bank. And 
yeah, it's a it's a great great place to. Well, I know to one guy those. that is there every Wednesday, <laughs> and he probably was your algebra teacher at Flathead High School, Larry Caber. <laughs> Larry oh, we Caber. were talking about Larry, and Larry taught with my dad, Gary yeah. Burt, at the at the high school. He has an incredible memory. Uh, he literally remembered a teacher who taught my dad in high school in Bemidji, Minnesota. <laughs> this is like sixty years ago. What an incredible man! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He actually. He doesn't, what he doesn't remember is me. <laughs> I was a freshman in his Algebra One class, and he doesn't remember me being there. And, and frankly, I had forgotten it was him. I just knew that, uh, that it was the last time I really understood math. Mm, and, well, so, that, and sometimes that's a good thing if yeah. they don't remember <laughs> you, right? I was going to say my teachers remember me, but they normally kind of duck and run. <laughs> yeah, duck and run, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many of my teachers, uh, uh, they say, you know, I remember the, the good kids, yeah, the really good kids, and I remember the really bad kids. It's the kids in the middle I don't remember very much, and I guess I was in the middle an awful lot. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. Can you give us any kind of statistics as we end up this year? Yeah, um, I mean, the, the, the biggest one, um, it's fresh on my mind, is, is just Christmas alone. For the Christmas mm-hmm. handout, we gave out 468 um, Christmas meals, so it was, was predominantly a ham or maybe a turkey and then a meal to mm-hmm. go with it. Um, which pretty big number in itself, but, you know, just a visual, if you can just picture cars, you know, several blocks down, um, just waiting to, to get, uh, hams and, and turkeys. And then right now we're on pace to give out about, and, you know, everybody thinks of the pantry, but there's so much more to the food bank, the pantry, we're seeing close to about 200 people a day. Um, and that's four days a week. So about 800 people a week and they're shopping for several people. And then on top of that, we have so many other programs like our backpack program. Uh, these are, you know, again, food that's going out to kids that might not otherwise have food throughout the week and then on the weekend. Um, so we're on track to, to hand out about 14,000 backpacks this school year. So the need, the need, the need is there. We need, we need volunteers. We need donations. We need it all. Well, that's really something. And, uh, and, and I guess the next question is, uh, what are you going to do in 2024? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a handful of things. Uh, kind of first thing on my, my radar is, um, I'm about to have a meeting with several of the different food banks, um, North Valley up in Whitefish. So Sophie Alberts, they've just been a phenomenal partner. Um, and I've been able to partner up with her a little bit and we're trying to reach mm-hmm. out to these other food banks, you know, Lakeside, Big Fork, um, Libby, Browning. And they do such a phenomenal job. I mean, I look at these people that are volunteers and I go, wow, I can't believe they do what they do. Um, but trying to collaborate a little bit and make sure, you know, everybody's getting grants, making sure that we can help them out with any type of synergy, whether it's storing food or purchasing in bulk. Um, so that's that's kind of the first thing on my agenda is to, to really, mm-hmm. you know, form a strong base throughout the food banks. Yeah. Well, you've had a little bit of time now to settle into your, yeah. uh, your, your position. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I, I know that you didn't just walk in and say, I'd like the job. You had a vision <laughs> when you started, and that's how you got the job. Yeah. Share some of that with us. Yeah, great question. I, I think, you know, again, working working both with the food banks and then um, kind of my next goal from that is, is to reach out and really partner with a lot of these other nonprofits. Um, one of the big reasons I did take the, the job is um, – you know, food is one of the very first things people need, right? Food and shelter. Uh, mm-hmm. So many times when we see people, you know, they need such a holistic approach. And I knew when I came to the food bank that I'd fall in love with the clients, the people coming in. That was 
just a given, right? Um, but I've had such a wonderful experience being able to reach out into the community and whether it's business partners or in this case, a lot of the nonprofits. So, um, you know, the Samaritan House, the Ray of Hope, the Abbey Shelter. Um, I'm looking forward to kind of long-term looking a little bit um, closer with them um, mm -hmm. and finding a holistic approach for the people in need. And then mm -hmm. our, our big thing that we're kicking off as well as the Capital Campaign Fund, um, we're looking to become a distribution center. Um, so we're looking at about two years out, wow. we're going to do a complete remodel of the place we have. Um, and this will allow us again to, to not only help the other food banks in the area better serve our clients, um, but also, you know, work in ways that, that help several of the other nonprofits. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that, um, that Courtney can do for you legislatively to, to, uh, to help your situation and perhaps even improve it? Well, Courtney, you're the you're the expert on that. It's oh no, that uh, no, that's, that's good. So there was a bill last time around, um, and it I will be candid, it hit a brick wall, but it was a bill for food banks, and so I'm going to be re-exploring that. Um, you can imagine the budget director will be hearing from me mm -hmm. on that one. He heard from me a lot about it during the session. We did scratch our heads and try to work through a few different um, iterations. So I'm going to go back around and try to find out is there a way. Uh, to make it work. And the other, you know, the other thing is, do, how do we look at creative incentives for people to donate viable food product and services? I was just, you know, I don't know if you know my brother, Justin Burt, but yeah. he is a prolific hunter. Mm -hmm. And I was called, I called him the other day and said, how many elk do you have in the freezer that you might not be using? Um, and so sometimes it's legislative and sometimes it's a network that you have the, the privilege of having through being a legislator where you're bringing in, you have a little bit of a microphone to say, Hey, we could take, for instance, wild game, if it's professionally processed, what does that look like? And, um, those are some of the things that I'm kind of excited about. Chris doesn't know this, but I started making calls this week. <laughs> well, uh, you know, the Whitefish, uh, uh, yeah. North Valley Food mm -hmm. Bank can, uh, can take uh, game yeah. and they've been getting a lot of it. That's yeah. right. I'm well, sure my brother would be happy to help, right? They have eight kids and they're always all wow. out hunting <laughs> and tagging out and making sure that we don't overpopulate. So, yeah. yeah. One, and, and that's one of our goals with the, the remodels to have a commercial kitchen so that we mm -hmm. could kind of follow in those same footsteps. Yeah. Because, you know, I think there are so many people getting in the valley that would love to help. Um, and then that's our goal is to remove some of the barriers so it, it makes it easy and, and accessible for them to donate. All right. Well, you've got a big uh, you've got a big mission ahead. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited to see all that you're you're doing. And of course, Courtney, we're thrilled to see what you do, what you did in the last legislative session. And I'm really curious to see how you're going to top that the next time around. <laughs> you and me both. But I think I'm going to keep working on roads and bridges, education, and keeping our community safer. All right, all right. Yep. Courtney Sprunger and uh, Chris Sidmore, guys, thanks so much. Thanks yeah, so thanks much. Thanks for having us. Great to see you.